Anyways, I am Cass. I'm Silas's wife, as most of you know, and I've been dreading this because I don't like public speaking, so I've been telling Silas no every single week, but it's okay. Um, but I'm super excited. I've loved being here for the last year um, with all of you guys, and just know that you guys have a lot of leaders here that really care about you guys and care about what you're going through in life, care about your relationship with the Lord, um, and yeah, really care about you guys and want to do life with you. Um, so I just want to share with you guys a little bit about my relationship, um, with the Lord and my experience in the church growing up and kind of like where I was when I was your guys' age, like middle school and high school. Um, so it's pretty crazy to think about, but Sauce and I were literally in your exact shoes, like not that many years ago, like we were pretty young. So I think that that's actually a really beautiful thing because what you guys are going through, we've been through somewhat recently. So we can relate with you. We maybe have been through ourselves or like walked friends through it. So um, I hope that that gives you guys some comfort knowing that we've been there too and maybe experienced it recently. Um, but yeah, so um, I say this to encourage you guys and also to remind you that we're here for you, but also because what I'm sharing is stuff that I went through when I was in high school, and middle school growing up. Um, so basically I grew up in a Christian household in Washington state. My dad was an elder growing up. My mom worked in the office at my church growing up. So church was a very normal thing for me. Um, I grew up believing in Jesus, but honestly, I mainly just like agreed with what my parents said. I just followed with whatever they said and whatever they believed, as I'm sure that some of you might do as well, or maybe you have found yourself doing like a few years ago or, um, but yeah, so I grew up going to the same church for the majority of my life before going to school in Arizona and coming here to New Jersey. Um, and at my church, New Creation, it's actually where Sass and I got married. Um, I had the majority of my best friends there. So six out of eight of my bridesmaids, I actually met at that church and grew up with at that church. Um, so with these friends being here and growing up here at this church, this place has been really special to me for a long time. Um, it's where I met Jesus and where my life started to be transformed by him. And so to this day, it's a very special place to me. Um, so when I started sixth grade and I started being able to go to youth group, we actually got a new youth pastor at my church and his name was Matt and his wife's name was Aaron. And they're actually still the youth pastors at my church today. Um, and when they came to my church, that's when things started to become really real for me and my faith. Um, I was super involved in youth group. I went to every Bible study, every summer camp, every winter camp, every event possible. Um, I would even call or text Matt and Aaron probably like every week, just asking them different like theological questions, picking their brains, probably annoying them. But um, they definitely became mentors to me and they poured into me a lot and encouraged me with my walk with the Lord. So, um, yeah, I guess it wasn't really until high school, um, at the end of my junior year where I started to face some difficult decisions and I really had to think about who I wanted to be and where my priorities were. Um, so essentially I started to do some not great things or I did some stuff that I wasn't super proud of. Um, I started hanging out with some people who didn't have the same morals as me. They weren't Christians. Um, but that wasn't the problem. The problem was that I wanted to fit in and I wanted to be cool. And I thought that I could only do that and be friends with them if I hid this other side of me, this other church side of me. Um, so I was embarrassed about that side of me. But at the same exact time, I was living my life in youth group. Like I said, I was very involved. I was acting like everything was fine. I was acting like I wasn't living a different life, like on my school days or after school um, or on the weekends. But for me, I was ashamed because I knew that it wasn't me and I knew that it was hurting me and it wasn't spiritually fulfilling. Um, so like I said, like I was essentially living two separate lives 
and it was messy and it was sticky and it was exhausting and it was actually a hard time for me um and i felt distant from the lord during that and my church and my best friends that were all there um because i wasn't being honest with them and i wasn't really being honest with myself um and i ultimately felt like i lost myself a little bit because i really did love jesus and i really did love the church um and i loved that side of me and it was safe and true and good for me um and so I hit a point where I felt really lost and broken and ashamed of myself at, like, the end of my junior year. Um, I hit a point where I really felt like Jesus wasn't with me anymore. And I knew that he was, he was with me the whole time, but at that moment it was really scary and I felt so distant from him. Um, I realized I didn't know what I was doing and that I needed Jesus and that Jesus was the only thing that would bring me true comfort and peace. Um, so after that realization, things kind of switched for me. Um, actually my whole senior year at youth group, my youth pastor was doing a sermon series, like literally the whole year talking about how Jesus was better than everything else. And he was just saying that every single week. And that was like the whole year. And he was just talking about how in his own life, he'd seen that to be true. And in the Bible, he'd seen that to be true. Um, and so this got me thinking a lot because the year prior, I tried to fill my life with new and what I thought were exciting things. But in reality, it made me further from Jesus, and it made me feel broken and lost inside. So there's this one verse that I like. Um, it's Psalm 113 that says, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Go ahead, praise the Lord, all you loving servants of God. Praise him some more. For the glorious name of the Lord is blessed forever and ever. From sunrise brilliance to sunset beauty, lift up his praise from dawn to dusk. For he rules on high over the nations with a glory that outshines even the heavens. No one can be compared to God enthroned on high. So it says no one can be compared to God. The Lord is loving and powerful and so gracious. So I want you guys to think about something. What's the empty thing you keep expecting to fill you up? What do you keep expecting to make you feel happy or satisfied in life? For me, a lot of the time, it was making people like me. It was going to college. It was getting the perfect job. It was getting married. Um, and for you, it might be the same, or it might be being the best at a sport, having the most money, being perceived as a really cool or tough person. Um, but I want you to know that there isn't anything or anyone that's more better, that's better or more truthful and honest and good than Jesus Christ himself. Um, there's only one who can fill every void that we have. And for everything that we lack, there's only one who can provide, and that's Jesus. Because Jesus is better than everything else. So I encourage you guys to, yes, go to church, go to youth group, come to Bible study. But ultimately, I want you guys to look for the heart of Jesus because he's the best. I want you to lean into him and ask big questions. I want you to pray often and constantly talk with him. Um, I want you to try to surround yourself with community and people who point you to Jesus and do life on life with them, because that's ultimately where I have found the heart of Jesus. And don't forget that Jesus is better than everything else. And that's it. <laughs>